Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Occasionally Posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I am your girl, Miss Chastity B. And I'm Sunshine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for y'all that have tuned in so far. We got uh, Ari. Oh, is it? Is that Tierra? Oh. <laughs> it look like a picture. She said, hey. <laughs> you see me trying to see this little bit of bubble. Hey. <laughs> I ain't even gonna attempt. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Um, so we got we're gonna talk about men's mental health tonight, but the guest that we had uh <laughs> ain't here, so we might be calling out uh calling phoning a friend in. <laughs> Supposed to be men's month, so we wanted to have a man on while we just dis- we discussed this topic. Uh, but he not here, so uh, we got we got to let the show go on, right? We got to let the show go on. So as we uh, oh, she watching on YouTube account. She said it's me. Okay, you gotta be <laughs> double platforming, double platforming. Um, right. <laughs> uh, but while we figure out what we're gonna do, uh, let's go ahead and start with our foreplay. And Chazzy B, you first. I hope you got a story behind whatever this is. So, because, um, <laughs> so the question is, would you rather cry in a Honda or Ashton Martin? So, is it a story well, behind it? Or? No, it's just a statement that I'm going to make behind it. But I'm just curious to know, because a lot of people always say they would rather cry in a, in a Benz than a Honda, meaning they would rather um, have money. Mm. Crying is crying though. Money. Sadness is sadness. Having a man with money, which means it's it's the Honda and the yeah yeah sadness is sadness. So <laughs> would you rather cry in a Honda or Ashton Martin? If I'm crying in my Honda, that means I can afford it, so it's bad. So I would cry in the Honda. <laughs> <laughs> the Ashton Martin means I'm crying in somebody else's car, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know that Ashton Martin might be mine. Doggone it. <laughs> so the reason why I asked this is because um, a lot of people tend to focus on finances um, whenever it comes to men. And a lot of the times, I, to me, I feel like finances, although it is important, it's also surface level. And just because somebody has a whole lot of money doesn't mean that they're going to treat you good. And it doesn't mean that they know how to spend their money the right way. And it doesn't mean they're going to spend the money on you. So I just feel like people need to stop looking at those types of things, the surface like surface level types of things when it comes to finding a mate and try to find what's inside of right. that person. Because that Honda might treat you good. Honey. And I used to work with somebody I know was making six figures, and he still drive his little uh, 2002 Honda. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> a lot of people, some people with, a lot of people that I know that have money, money, like that I done grew up around that really has money, mm-hmm. they are very lucrative with their money. Very frugal. Uh, frugal, sorry. Very go. frugal, frugal, frugal <laughs> I get with it their out. money. <laughs> they don't really spend money like the broke rich people do. Mm-hmm. They don't have to show their money. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people like to show it, child. I'm like, you, you ain't got that much money, child. 
it was somebody uh, in in surrounding counties around here that won the lottery and and went through their money in about two months. <laughs> First thing they I don't remember how much, but it was enough to at least get you straight for a couple of years. I don't remember exactly how much. But the first thing they did was go to the beach and took every homeboy, every homegirl, every cousin, <laughs> uncle, and 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 they, they wrote, you can't say flew them out because it ain't far enough to flew, but drove them out. <laughs> drove them out. Drew them out, put them up and all that, and then came back, bought them a, a mobile home that they didn't have put up right and had to it was sliding. It was just a whole mess. All I know is they was out of money about 2.2 seconds. <laughs> Are they still living in the house in the mobile home? I think so. I don't know. I don't know them personally. I just know. Uh -oh. good, but. Well, at least they got a house out of it. Even if it even if it is a mobile home, it's still a home. A house yeah, yeah. Home. I ain't shaking. <laughs> I'm just saying all them thousands of dollars you spent at the beach. Right. That would have been <laughs> I, I probably would have took my friends and family on a trip. Right. I, I probably would have took my friends and family on a trip. However, I would have made sure that business was taken care of before we went. And I would have had been like, listen, this is all I got. Y'all better bring your own funds because I'm not funding everything. I might fund like some something big, something extravagant that all of us want to do. Maybe just one night. But the rest of it, mm-mm. B-Y-O-B. B-Y-O-M. B-Y-O-M, bring your own money. Yeah. <laughs> I know this, right? I know this, right? Have you gotten to that weird place? I know this is off topic, but have you gotten to that weird place where, uh, I'm sorry, somebody mentioned me. That's Miss Matt. That's the lady. Come on, lady. <laughs> coming through in the clutch. Coming through in the clutch. Okay. Thank you, honey. <laughs> Out here saving lives one person at a time. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Uh, but we was talking about money and people having money and spending it stupid or whatever. And I was about to ask her a question. How you got to that weird, awkward moment yet where you have friends who ain't, I mean, I ain't rich by no means, but who ain't got to where I'm at yet. So whenever you plan trips, you kind of think like, <laughs> It'd be awkward to take them now because you they got to worry about money and you may got a spending spending fund. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the friend that that is that you gonna have to worry about taking me. I don't care if I have the money in my account, y'all. I I just refuse to spend unnecessary money, and I don't feel like it's like whenever I die, the money has to be there or whatever. I'll spend money, however. I some people spend some crazy money on some crazy things, and I'm like, I'm not crazy doing money that. though. I'm talking about the awkwardness of you going like you go to the beach and you mm -hmm. like two nights. We're gonna stay six nights. Two nights we're gonna eat out good. Eat out good to me is like at least forty fifty dollars minimum if you getting drinks and everything. You know what I'm saying? That's minimum. Oh, that's me on a regular basis. That's what I'm I was about to say. That's <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people when you go with a group of folk. Be like fifty dollars, and I'm like, well, see, that's that not that's true. not me and my friends. <laughs> but here's the thing: let me say this. So I have travel buddies, right? And y'all are my friends on Facebook. Y'all seen me, Reagan and Ebony, or me, Reagan and Toya. Um, those are my travel friends. We and and Danielle, don't let me leave her out. We travel together. Like I know that these are the people that I travel with, and I know that we're very like minded when it comes to travel, our accommodations, how we're gonna eat. 
whether or not we're going to do VIP when we go to these expensive ass festivals. If you can't do what we're doing, it's no point. Like we don't even invite you, which is why I have them mm -hmm. as my travel friends. I'm not going to sit up and argue with you about the fees on Ticketmaster because you right. don't pay that extra 30 something dollars. Right. I'm not finna argue with you about how I like to eat because like I said, little baby eats good every day. I right. work so that I can eat good. I don't care about right. nothing. So yeah, right. but I had I understand exactly what you're saying, Shadow. Right. And I ain't saying spend like, like oh my God, that's right. And then to go tell everybody, you know, this bitch have us out spending 40 pounds. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> just don't surprise me on the trip. On 40 or 50. Like you can't go many places. Me. Well, $40 and $50, we do that, dog. I, that right there is just true. That's what I be thinking. <laughs> yeah. I've been on a trip with folks, and I be like, they be like, oh, this is high. I'm like, because they got really? to spend $20 on shrimp. I'm like, that ain't nothing. I done spent way more than $20 on shrimp, okay? <laughs> that's what, that's like me going to <laughs> do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm going to eat good, and I, you, you definitely can't go on a trip with me if you think that we about to eat the same thing that we can eat at the house. I don't want to see TGI yeah, Fridays. Right. I'm not going, I don't eat TGI Fridays and Applebee's here. So you damn exactly. sure not about to take me to New exactly. Orleans. Like, like right. I said, you gotta know who you're traveling with. I know who you're traveling with. If I go to New Orleans, I'm going to have to eat at the regular schmegler places because I'm allergic to everything in New Orleans. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. my struggle because <laughs> you know I don't eat red meat and I, I'm allergic to pork. And every the gumbo, the everything has mm, I love gumbo pork in it, like some kind of sausage. Now I did find some alligator sausage that was really, really good. So I had an alligator omelet while I was out there. And, but I love I love alligator meat. I love alligator meat. So it tastes. It tastes like sausage. Oh. <laughs> alligator meat to me tastes like chick, like you know, it's very cliche, but it really does taste like chicken. It has the, like the texture of maybe like a white meat chicken, only a oh, little more meat. juicy. It's really <laughs> not white meat. I'm sorry, dark meat. Like it's really oh, juicy. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's really juicy. I've been eating try. alligator I'm for a very long time. I've been trying stuff here lately, my old my old 38s. So I might have to try it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been eating uh, cowhead tacos, cabeza tacos, and they've been amazing. Cabeza. Cabeza tacos, which is cowhead. You're way off the topic. I'm sorry. I was about to say, but we're going to move on. We're going to move on. I don't know, but it's juicy. It's delicious. Everybody better start stepping out their comfort zone with the way these food prices are going. Dad right. <laughs> part. Exactly. Gas and food is getting, the struggle is real in these streets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The struggle is real. All right. Uh, Tierra said, I'm the broke friend. I'm like, is it all inclusive? <laughs> <laughs> that part. That part. I, it, it, it's a difference between being frugal though and thinking you're gonna go on a seven day trip with a hundred dollars. It's a difference. I'm sorry. Right. right, right. <laughs> it's a difference. I done went on a two day trip with seven dollars. Mm -hmm. How a great was you in though? <laughs> how old I was, was a whole adult, me and my whole girl. So how much I think we had $15 all together, right? It was back in my younger, younger broke days. 
And we was like, huh, let's ride down to the beach. We went to the beach and had a damn ball with our $15 together and came back with more money than we went down there with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we that do that. Five o'clock vodka. That means y'all drinking five o'clock vodka past uh-uh, that. Uh-uh, because we, <laughs> we knew some people that was down there. We was like, y'all got a room? They was like, yeah, all right, we coming to your room. Oh, I can't, I can't. Yolanda <laughs> said, hello, everyone. Hey, Yolanda. Hey, Yolanda. You be, you become a faithful. We appreciate you so much. Brittany talking about I can't do nothing with money. I'm trying to come work where you at. Send me a, a job reference or something. Girl, bye. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <I could. laughs> come here. I graduated in September. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, then she said, Ooh, I want to go to Cajuns right now. And she said, Alligator is delicious. I'm about to give it a it try. Is. It is. Hey, Brittany. I'm going to go catch me an alligator. I'll let y'all know how it tastes. You going to let us know in heaven? No. Alligators say they're hard to catch. Gosh. Uh-huh. Ask Crocodile Dungeon. No, he died. He died, <laughs> he died from he a stingray, didn't he? Uh-huh. Stingray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so, you know, I had to do another... Uh, I've been on the road with these uh, growing up black hashtag true or nah. All right. So we the first one is in the black community, we consider cousins if parents have been friends for over 15 years by law. Facts. Facts. <laughs> it ain't even gotta be 15 years, it'd be about two, three. And we talking about this is my cousin. All day. I got a whole bunch of cousins that ain't really cousins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> A whole bunch, a whole bunch. Tierra said it's true too. Read it. Oh, Yolanda said yes, thank you. Brittany said, "Hey, best friend." Tierra said, "True, true, true." <laughs> All right, the next one. I called it Mustard Mike. Black folks don't give AF when they describe people. MFs be like, you know, Mike, tall, dirty, Mike, be musty all the time. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was somebody. God, I wish I could remember that name, but it was somebody uh, that used to come to my grandma's house in Roxborough. And Brittany, you might remember, but they used to call this man. Yeah, it was a man. They used to call him this name all the time. And I always thought that it was his real name, but it wasn't. They was just describing him. That's a shame. That's a shame. Look, I'm right. just tickle to death. You hear me? Right. <laughs> it don't take up much anyway, but yeah, tickle. <laughs> cool, tickle. All right. Uh, the, the next one is want to piss off a black person, say y'all when it has nothing to do with them. That's me. Oh, child. Right. 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 Who the fuck hey. is y'all? It ain't me. <laughs> it ain't when, me. Especially when they talking about all women, talking about y'all women. I can't. Oh, that, that just drives up up my spine. I can't stand it. I'd be to like, me, yo mama and the women you mess with. <laughs> to me, y'all is like a passive aggressive form of communication. You know what I'm saying? It, it absolves you from actually pinpointing the person who's the problem. So mm-hmm. I like to, you know, take passive aggressive communication head on. And depending on the setting, you know, in a professional setting, it's well, could you explain who y'all is? But at the house, it's who the fuck is y'all? Who, <laughs> who is y'all? Who who is the y'all that you talking about, honey? Cause his mama. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Say it with me, mama. 
Not y'all, mama. Look, Brittany already said your mama. Tierra <laughs> <laughs> said, okay, who is y'all? Facts. Who is y'all? I'm gonna need you to be more clear. But me and can't stand when we do them like that. They can't stand it, but they do, especially me. I I hear y'all light-skinned people all the time. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Ignorance don't have no color no more. This is 2022. Oh, Ignorance don't have no color. It's some white Shanikas out here. I'm just saying. Ignorance don't have no color. <laughs> Why Shanika got to be an ignorant name? <laughs> <laughs> My point was... Don't do that. Okay. I can't. Yeah, not the point. Oh, now man. this one, now this one is kind of sad, but it kind of goes along with the topic. It's kind of sad though. It says black teens, I'm depressed. Black parents, depress them dishes. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, but that's <laughs> those are facts. It's so sad, though. It's, it shouldn't be funny, but it's hilarious. But it's sad, really, if you really... Those are big facts. Go through the... Cre- <sighs> yeah, so that's it. But that kind of segue into our topic. We're talking about male he- mental health tonight. And we're supposed to have a male guest tonight, but he's a no-call, no-show. Where he at? Everybody, is he okay? He is. I don't know. I called. I messaged. I don't know where he is. Do we need to put out an APB on the little baby? (laughs) (laughs) But we're talking about male mental health tonight, and we brought on the lady because we know she could be objective and and give us, you know, all sides, and she coming from a therapist perspective. So appreciate you coming through through the clutch and saving us. I do it as always. I can do it. You know, we're not an expert. We're not an expert. But speaking of parents and and how they they treated us when it comes to uh, mental health, I just wanted to show this real quick clip. It ain't that long. How is that possible? So how many times back in the day when you said you had a problem as a child and they be like, you ain't got no problem. You ain't got to worry about nothing. All you got to do is go to school. You don't have to pay no bills. You got a roof over your head. You got food, blase, blase. They kind of belittle the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you think that affects us as adults? And do you think it still happened? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I always have <laughs> I always have a job. I always have a job. Always, always, always. Because, and black people have always been taught that one, mental illness is something that only correlates to white folks, right? That's white people problems. Black people are supposed to be strong. And if you cannot be strong, then you better pray. Everybody has a praying grandma. We're going to pray that, that demon, that spirit, that whatever up out of you. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a problem and how it affects mental health is that people aren't, you're not allowed to express how you feel. So then you put on this front, like everything is okay because you weren't taught how to express any type of emotions usually. And you suffer in silence until you cannot suffer anymore or you explode on somebody else or you're angry all the time. Like one thing that I've noticed, especially in black men is that they're angry. Like, that's the one emotion that we allow Black men to display. 
with no okay. issues is being angry. And we'll mm. find a way to justify that anger, even if it's some bullshit. Mm. You know what? You, you just said something because as soon as a man cry, we'll call them weak. But man. we'll he let weak, them display. Punk, but he can be he can be mad. Will Smith went up and smacked the shit out of Chris Rock out of anger. And that was the best thing that he could have ever did because he was defending his wife, right? Never mind the fact that he probably could have just had a conversation. Never mind the fact that the shit probably wasn't even that serious. Right. Right. Now you think about being, I'm a boy mom. You're a boy mom. Shadana, you have a boy. Mm. Now let's take ourselves out of, you know, who we are right now with, you know, you know better, you do better. And think about if you didn't know better and you didn't do better and you had a child and your son got into a fight, right? You might scold him for getting into a fight, but the consequences probably wouldn't be as severe, right? Because that's, you know, boys fight, right? Right. right. Let that little boy come in there crying and you're going to be ready to tear his ass up because what is you crying for? Boys Mm. don't cry. Mm. Boys are allowed to be angry, but they are not allowed to show any other emotions. I mean, even as we were ki- we were kids growing up, and I'm sorry, y'all, I'm being loud. Um, we, we were kids growing up. If I had a situation at school where somebody was doing something to me, and I came home crying, my mama told me to suck it up. So I feel like, I mean, it happens more in men. Yes, I do agree, but I feel like in our communities, period, we are made felt to be we supposed to always be strong, don't show our colors, yeah. don't don't get off that we weak or vulnerable or whatever when it comes to everybody on the outside world. And then, and then before you know it, you're not only doing it for the outside world, you're doing it for your own household as well. And you in that bitch suffering. Right. Silently dying inside. Right. Right. And you, and I'm talking, this is not even me as a therapist. This is me as, as you know, speaking personally, it was when I was in grad school, I was going through it. And I had to go talk to a therapist and my therapist was like, girl, you got so much going on. Like, I'm surprised that you're even able to function. But I was so used to being the strong person. I was so used to being everything to everybody. I didn't realize that I could take some of that stuff off my plate. We're taught to be strong no matter what. We're not taught how to really take care of our mental health. Right. We're just not. Right. We're not. And it's sad. It is, it is. Um, some of the mental health stuff that me and Chassie be both had, you know, brought up. Uh, number the number one point when it said black black masculinity and mental health, and then like the top ten barriers. I don't know why I can't talk y'all. The top ten barriers to to black mental health. Number one was parents either didn't recognize, misunderstood mental health, or belittle mental health, or hid it from their family or their communities. And hiding is something that I know that a lot of black community, a lot of black families do. Mm-hmm. One thing I can say about my grandma is you show an inkling of a mental health issue and she was going to drop your ass off at Butner in quick fashion. In no, but- anything, what you going to do is go get some help. <laughs> Oh, honey, she gonna drop you off. So she she didn't really hide stuff. Um, she would tell us about 
So sometimes I felt like it was too much. I'm like, dang, grandma, I don't need to know all this. But <laughs> but then like on, on the flip side, on the other side of um like my mama's family, I feel like they they are kind of prim and proper and they want to kind of hide things and not let the outside know what's really going on with in inside of the household. So I kind of saw both worlds. I grew up where it was very much hidden or excuses were made. And I don't know if Brittany is still watching, but this is a conversation that Brittany and I have had. And that's also a conversation I had with my sister. So I'm, I talked on here before about my mom being bipolar and schizophrenic, right? The story that I was always told growing up is that somebody slipped her something, right? Somebody slipped her some bad drugs. And that's what happened. Never mind the fact that my mom has never done drugs. Never. My mom has never smoked, never been a drinker. Still to this day, even though she, you know, touched by an angel, still has never done any type of drugs. But that was a story that I was given because my grandparents couldn't think of any other reason to explain her mental illness. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like I said, once you know better, you do better. You get a little older. You know, I'm thinking back to the stories that I heard about my grandfather growing up, he was, um, I was four when he passed away. And then listening to some of the behaviors that he had and the behaviors that his brothers and sisters had, it was very likely that he was undiagnosed bipolar and schizophrenic. So it's not a matter of, and I still hear today, oh, you know, he got a hold to some, talking about, you know, people now that are having um, mental Mm -hmm. breakdowns and stuff like that. It's, oh, he got a hold to some bad drugs or no, that's not what happened. No. Let me give you a little piece of education. This is something that I I literally feel like I'm beating a dead horse with is that most mental illness, bipolar, schizophrenia, things of that nature, they don't manifest themselves until you're, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. Right. So, of course, this person appeared normal all throughout their childhood and teenage years. And then the explanation is, you know, once they get older and get out into the world, oh, they got a hold to some bad drugs. No, the mental illness kicked in. But I still hear people in the black community make excuses as to why a person has some type of mental, you know, mental breakdown, whether it be really getting this person a diagnosis. You think about some of the bums and stuff that you've seen on the corner, you know, growing up or the people that you've seen wandering around the hood talking to themselves and whoopie whooping yada yada and it's, oh, they're a drug addict. Are they really? Are they a schizophrenic mm-hmm. that never got any help? Mm-hmm. Right. It's a guy um, around here. I ain't gonna say which county because if I do, some people will know who I'm talking about. But um, he he has a, a, a family and he like uh, since I've been, since I can remember, I've always seen him out walking around with like a bag that looks like he's homeless. He usually has on like the same clothes or whatnot. And um, he talks to himself out there. And I remember one day I had asked somebody, you know, what was going on with him. They was like, oh, he's fine. He's fine. He got a, a place to stay. He just likes to be outside, um, just walking around and stuff. And I was like, that's not okay though, because yes, he's in a small town and everybody knows him for the most part, but somebody might come in that don't know him and he's acting weird to them and something happens to them. And then it's that person's fault that, that something happened to him 
when really it should have been handled before it even got that far. Like, is something mentally wrong with him? Why are y'all not doing anything for him? They may have tried to do something for it, though. I mean, the law only covers uh-oh uh-oh it was me last week it's her this week but yeah i agree with what she said the law only covers so much <laughs> yeah the law will only allow you to do so much when it comes to mental health um you can if the person no matter how out of sorts they appear to be if you try to have them ibc or whatever and they go in and they're like they ask two questions are you going to hurt yourself or are you going to hurt somebody else and they like no they like oh well Bye. You're good to go. No matter, you know, how off kilter they are, how off they off their meds they are. So the law kind of sucks when it comes to that. That is something that I really wish that I could change. Again, from personal experience, you know, the things I went through, you know, last year trying to get my mom um, back medicated back on her meds to the point to where we just had to go ahead and wash our hands of that situation because it was literally nothing that we could do. Yeah. And it sucks. It sucks. I feel like the lawmakers, they could do so much better. They could do so much better. They they mm -hmm. pick and choose what they want to focus on, like women and birth control <laughs> and stuff like that. But they don't want to focus on Who mental can use illness. Bathroom? <laughs> right. Yeah. Or you can't play sports and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know, ouch. I'm sorry. My foot got caught. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can pull up the rest of this stuff. I don't think I can. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all having all <laughs> types of technical difficulties. Ja, it has been ghetto. She, just got, <laughs> she said her internet went out. Oh, man. Let Is me it see. storming? It no, but see, it was storming um, the other week, and my internet like went crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. I got kicked off like, oh, shoot, that's the wrong thing. Yeah, I watched um, it last week. Y'all just give me a moment. Let me pull it up. <laughs> oh, crap. My phone. Um, but anyway, you can talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> While I get it pulled um, up, y'all apologize. Oh, look at this. My sister had her baby. Oh, she has a baby, a little girl about an hour and a half ago, and she is a beautiful. Oh, oh I think I'm gonna go get pregnant. Bye. That's one thing I am not gonna do. <laughs> I don't even have the parts to have a baby. So. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can hear you. My I could not find where we completely was. <laughs> and Chastity couldn't pull nothing up. That's so good. I couldn't pull up the article. Trey, oh, she done went out again. Lord, have mercy. She might have to join from her telephone. <laughs> That's what there I had you to do. Go. It's not going to let me be great. I Come see. on now. It was Chastity last week. That's me this week. I'm sorry. All right. love all of it. Um, you was we was talking about the men, men oh, and mental saying, health. I was saying sometimes people, families do try to give people mental health help, but the law only covers if they do something so so strange that you can actually do something about it. 
So somebody's not living exactly the way you want them to live, but it's not actually putting them in danger. Doesn't there's nothing that covers that. Right. So my so many families, many people assume families are just not doing anything about it. But if the if if the people in the court decide that they making all right decisions, even though you think it ain't safe, work for nothing, <laughs> and they don't do nothing about it. You know, I right. mean, people I don't report it, and they done nothing. People oh yeah, that's holes in the wall, like no air, no heat, hardly got anything to eat. But they in their right mind, they can make decisions, so they okay. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what me and Tassie were talking about. How situational the law is when it comes to stuff like that, and and not even they're not they're making good decisions or what we would feel like would would not be good decisions because it's like if this person is you know this person has to be medicated and is not medicated, then we know that there are consequences for this person not being medicated, but right. so that should be an issue. But y'all, I'm gonna have to pause for a second. Okay, but yeah, but in our eyes, if they're not medicated, you know, they should do something about it, intervene. But in the law's eyes, as long as they ain't turn nothing up or messing something up or causing a ruckus or hurting somebody, they don't really care. Right. <laughs> they don't really care. That's true. Um, they like they they fine. They fine. Keep right, it moving. Right. Keep it moving. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, for the internet issues. I don't know what in the world. Uh Brittany said y'all light skin folk do be tripping. Oh, yeah. Brittany, really? <laughs> really? They have a damn light bright, damn they're white. <laughs> you might be lighter than me. I'm just saying, you might be lighter than me. Sierra said, so I don't think it's that bad because when I'm feeling down it helped to tidy up my place. I'm good. That was to the uh, <laughs> that was to the depress them dishes. <laughs> hey, if I'm down the I don't give a F about this place. <laughs> I'm gonna get two flying flips. And then she said, yes, I was called a crybaby all the time and sensitive and forgot until therapy that I'm still sensitive and it helps me to cry sometimes. Hey, I'm a crybaby. I'm a Her big name. crybaby. Sometimes I will seek out personality for you. Right. <laughs> I will I can feel it in my body that I need to cry sometimes. Yeah. And I can't get the cry out because I'm trying to be strong and I can't get it out. So I will intentionally watch a movie that is going to make me cry just so I can get that cry out. And sometimes it helps bring up the feelings and I'm able to work through my feelings through my tears and watching that movie. But yes, I am a crybaby. I enjoy my crying days. Doggone it. <laughs> it depends on why I'm crying. Sometimes I don't want to cry. But my body be like, girl, bye. <laughs> girl, bye. Can't, eat, can't talk about nothing. Be talking about the color of a crayon. Be like, but it's so... <laughs> And I cry for every emotion. I can cry if I'm happy. I can cry if I'm sad. I can cry if I'm mad. I'm a, I can cry if I'm disappointed. I can cry if I got a promotion. I can cry if I didn't get the promotion I deserve. I cry for everything. Me too. Me too. <laughs> the only time it really get on my nerves is if I cry and I don't want somebody to see it. Like somebody may be mad and I be in the moment. And I be like, no, no. 
suck it up, but my body be like, be like I'm, I'm not crying because I care about you. I'm crying because I want to kill you. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? What did I mean? we, we went off on a tangent. We coming back. We coming back. Um, okay. Tiana said, nope, I'm a thug. <laughs> and then she said, nah, for real. I'm, I cry when I'm alone. I know that's right. You know how many times I went into a corner? Times I scared the wall. <laughs> oh, 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 we ain't going Somebody might as well go and just go and call 911. Don't call my mama. Don't call the police because to jail I go. <laughs> I cry. I cry for everything. All right. Part two. I mean, number two of the, you know, male mental health or just mental health overall uh, was stigma from within the community. So the people in our community think number one, therapy doesn't work. Number two, what happens at home, stay at home. Number three, you, Mary already said it, therapy is for white people. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. what can we do about the stigma from our communities when it comes to mental health? Um, I say that we got to have open conversations, open dialogue about what mental health is and how it presents itself in our community um, so that people can be more aware of you know, what it is that's going on and if you don't feel like therapy works, tell me why why you feel like that. So maybe we can talk about it. That allow me the chance to challenge some of those thoughts that you have about therapy. Right. Um, as far as it being for white folk, shit. Black folk want everything else that's for white people. We don't want that. <laughs> this, is wow. this is what we rejected. Is is something that's helpful. We want everything else that's for them. We want to be inclusive on everything else. Let's get on the therapy too. Right. Oh, somebody gonna be mad that I said that, but just know I don't care. <laughs> you know, and sometimes um people they just have bad experiences with their therapist, and it, that may not be the therapist for you. Just like we're able to jump out of relationships that we don't like, you're able to find a new therapist. Honey, I will go to a different doctor in a heartbeat on the same day if I have to. You done told me something that I didn't want to hear. Let me go. Call somebody else. And I wish you were more receptive. (laughs) 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 But I wish that we were more receptive to giving things another shot that were good for us as we are to, you know, staying in situations or whatever Mm -hmm. may have you that are toxic. Like we'll live Mm -hmm. in a cesspool or something forever in a day. But, you know, you go to therapy and you expect immediate results and I'll be as a therapist and as somebody that has a therapist I'm going to tell you that that's absolutely not how it happened you didn't get into that space overnight I can't bring you out of that space overnight but if given Mm. the opportunity I will do everything that I can to help you come out of that space but if I'm putting in the work you got to put in the work too so Mm. how receptive are you going to be to therapy in order for it to work and like Chastity said therapy you know there's some bad experiences i cycled through a, as a therapist i cycled through a couple of therapists um last year before i found the one that i felt was a good fit for me it's nothing wrong with shopping around to find what you need so like i said we want to be included in everything else people go go talk to somebody hell if it ain't the ladies i'm one of the ladies friends you know what i'm saying but, <laughs> right talk to, talk to the, or the gentleman Right, the gentleman, somebody. <laughs> it's amazing what we pick and choose on what we give chances, though. Yeah, because we cannot stand a job, but we'll give them chance. 
at the chance, at the chance, at the chance. But when it comes to a therapist or a doctor or some people relationships, some people churches, it's like we just throw them to the way. They made one little mistake. We just throw them to the wayside. Oh, <laughs> like it ain't nothing. Like people can't. Yeah, we've been going to Walmart standing in them damn lines forever. Man, and they ain't like, got no help. No, nothing, but we're going to stand in that line that circle all the way back past the frozen food self-checkout. We're going to go in there at least two or three times a week. But right. if a therapist, if you go to a therapy and you know it doesn't work out one, you know, the first one or two times and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. It's work. It's work. Anything mm-hmm. that requires anything that requires anything it's going to be some work and it's not right. anything that happens overnight, but don't give up on it. Don't just be like, Oh, this BS. This ain't going to work. It's pointless. Right. I promise you that it's not right. And a lot right. of people are under the assumption that therapists make a whole lot of money. Right. And that it's a money racket. Mm. I'm going to sit here and tell you that it absolutely is not right. Depend, especially depending on the insurance. It's not. So right. I'm not here just to, you know, I'm not trying to make a bag off of, you know, I ain't doing shit for free, but I, I'm not here trying to make a bag off of Let's you or clear. something like that. But mm-hmm. go talk to somebody and if you, it's all types of avenues that you can use to find a good therapist. You can get on um, Psychology Today and literally filter out by your insurance, by the gender, do you want them to be gender, uh, you know, affirming, LGBTQ, everything that you are looking right. for. You just want virtual appointments just on the weekend. You can literally go through there and check box. Oh, I'm not on psychology today. Let me tell you all that. But um, you can literally <laughs> go through there and psych- check, you know, check off what it is that you're looking for. Maybe that'll be helpful because every therapist is not for everybody. I'm not for everybody. And right. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. But I tell my people right. at the beginning of you know, our first two sessions, I'm, my brand of therapy is not for everybody, but because I'm committed to helping you, if you feel like I'm not the therapist for you, I will help you find the therapist that is. It's mm-hmm. that simple. And if you run into a Point therapist blank. that's generally, that's really good at what they do and they really are there because they care, then they'll make the same type of commitment. I stand up in my chair. Right, right, right. They made me want to skip skip to number five, which it says a lot of people, a lot of people, especially males, but people in general, have unrealistic expectations. So a lot of people, and I ain't even gonna say this males, a lot of people go to therapy, they be like, I'm supposed to feel better about a first or second session. I'm like, no, you just getting into it. That's just the nitty gritty. That's just the base. You just literally plowing the ground and getting your little whatever like you ain't really getting into it yet you they they having to learn you you having to learn them they most i've been in therapy a few times they make you start at the beginning because you know you always go back to those generational curses and those roots of whatever the problem is but people automatically think i'm gonna go to the first and second session i'm supposed to feel better i'm paying them this money when they ain't paying them with a 20 dollar copay but i'm supposed to feel better immediately <laughs> Because I pay my insurance every month now, doggone it. So I'm paying more than that twenty dollar copay. That's for everything, though. That's for you to go get your pet, your podiatrist, your your eyes exam, your whatever. I'm just saying it ain't that. My point is the the expectations from therapy a lot of times is unrealistic. It is, and we don't treat mental health the same. We don't treat mental illness the way that we treat every other illness, right? Um. And it, but it is, 
you find out that you have cancer. You don't, cancer's not gone by the next day, right? There are mm -hmm. steps that you have to take in order to figure out what, we got to figure out what type of cancer it is, where the cancer is at. Is the mm -hmm. cancer going to spread? What this cancer feeds off of? Mm -hmm. I have to figure out what your diagnosis is, figure out what your past traumas are, figure out what your mm -hmm. triggers are. I have to mm -hmm. learn how to how I'm going to communicate with you and whoop de whoop and yada yada. And then you take all of that into consideration when I got a caseload of 75 people that I have to do this for. Mm. It's, it's impossible for, for me to just be able to give you something in the first session or two. It really right. doesn't happen like that. And I hate right. that that's the expectation because that's not the expectation that it is for any other diagnosis. Like, right. like I said, you don't treat it like that. Hell, your allergies. You go get an allergy check. Where she go at? You <laughs> All right. <laughs> you go get an allergy test first. They got to figure out what you allergic to. Well, now do you need a shot or do you need a pill? Mm -hmm. Do you need a, mm -hmm. why is it not treated? Why is mental illness not treated the same way? Like, give yourself right. some grace, people, and, and really put forth that effort into getting the help that you need instead of right. thinking that it's it's supposed to happen overnight. Right, right, right. Uh, number three was scarcity of resources, mistrust within the medical community, and lack of black therapists. You agree with that, Mary? <laughs> yeah, representation <laughs> definitely matters. That's why I do what I do. But again, therapy for black girls, psychology today. If you want to see a black woman therapist or a black male therapist or you want to see a the lesbian therapist we're out here seek us out find us we're here um resources absolutely but again here's here's something that my friend reagan that does massages she had said before is that you know people will spend a multitude of money on some bullshit but won't spend the money for your mental health again Mental health is like cancer, right? It can be, it can spread and it can kill you. So mm -hmm. if you, you will do whatever it is you got to do to get the money to go get some chemo or for, why can't you, sessions are $40 sometimes, $60 sometimes. Right. You don't have to do it every week. Right. Find you a therapist that's willing to work with you on a sliding scale. We're out here. Find you a therapist that accepts, you know, your insurance. Medicaid pays for anywhere from 18 to 24 units per year of therapy for damn near all clients. So if you got Medicaid, not Medicaid, not just Medicaid, the um, affordable care insurance, whether it's AmeriHealth, um, what else is it? United Health Community, Blue Cross Blue, Blue, Shield. Cross Blue Shield Community. All of this pays for therapy. Mm -hmm. Come get it. Y'all don't even you don't even have a copay with that. And a lot of jobs, depending on um, what's those extra is something that God. Uh, we you have know what I'm talking about. Benefit where it helps with mental health. I don't think. Yeah, employee can't assistance program. Yeah, EPA. Yep. Pays mm -hmm. for therapy. It is all types of things. I, I think that some one of the things is a lot of people make an assumption and they go in blind. Oh, I can't do X, Y, and Z, or oh, there's not a resource. There are resources. Ask. 
you at y'all get on Facebook and debate about every damn thing else. Hop off in my inbox. You out here worried about Michael B. Jordan and his, his situation. You need to be out there getting some therapy. Now, let's stop. Let me stop. Uh, number four was black masculinity norms affect mental health in black men, meaning men are afraid to be vulnerable because people say men are supposed to be strong, confident, uh, you know, standing what they, well, you know what I'm saying. You already said it, Mary, but uh, that kind of def- that that, that kind of makes men not want to get help or seek therapy because that makes them look weak. Yeah, absolutely. And then so you, you want to come weaker. and project all your toxic masculinity on me, and now I got to tell you to simmer down in my office because it ain't even like, sir. Why? Why are you so? Let's talk about why you're so angry. Why are you so angry? Hmm. Why are well, you I gotta figure <laughs> I gotta dissect through all of this other trauma and stuff that you had because you feel like you're not even supposed to be there, but deep down inside you know that you are, and that's why you're there in the first place. It's okay right. to come talk to somebody. It is okay to come and talk to a therapist. I promise you the things that you tell us stay confidential. By law, I have to keep these things confidential. Um, right. Unless you tell me you're going to hurt yourself, you're going to hurt somebody else, or somebody is hurting you. Other than that, anything that you tell me, I can't tell anybody else. Right, right, right. Uh, number six was Black men should know they have nothing to prove. I think that's just people in general. Yeah. Nothing to prove? Like what? What are you proving? <laughs> That they have to appear a certain way or live a certain way or be a certain uh, persona or, like we said, not be vulnerable or not show emotion or things of that nature. Society and women make them feel like they have to be that way. If you want to be real, a woman will tell you real quick, are you sharing your emotions? You must be gay. What? Well, let me say, I should have said, I shouldn't say women. I should say little girls. But girls will tell me they <laughs> can't show emotion. I should be clear. Um, yeah. I, and and to piggyback off of that, I had seen a post on Facebook. I want to say it was just the other day where the guy was like, you know, y'all wonder why we don't sit and tell y'all, you know, what's bothering us. But when I get into an argument with you, it's go get molested by your uncle again. That's stupid. It's but let, stupid, but, but let a man happened. do us like that. Let a man do us like that. And it was so many women and the dude, whoever it was that had the, the original poster had went back and screenshotted all the women that had posted it and was like, get me that type of stuff, like co-signing that this is the type of, yeah, if I find it again, I can't even remember who shared it. But if I find it again, I'll definitely send it to y'all. It had to be like People yesterday or the day before. People this is how a lot of people ignorant. handle men. This is how a lot of people handle men. Ignorant. Men. And it's sad. Ignorant. And we're coming from a place of, like I said, we know better, so we do better. But you think about how many people aren't in that place, how much ignorance we're exposed to on a daily basis, where people feel like that that's really how you handle somebody coming, giving you their confidential information. And then you wonder why he mad all the time. Girl, he hates you. Right. <laughs> 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 that part. 
Tierra said, men aren't just avoiding therapy appointments, but doctor's appointments as well. They just walk around with hurt legs, infected, etc. I wonder if that I wonder if that's all due to with I mean, all due to vulnerability. I don't know why I can't talk. I'm about to have chastity read tonight. <laughs> I think that has something to do with vulnerability. I also have to think that has to do something with pride. Men have a big thing on pride. They don't like to admit it, but they do. <laughs> they do. But pride will let you me kill. And you and Chassie probably give them permission to be what they need to be, and they still won't do it. You right. And then it pisses me off, and then I'll be like, you know what? I ain't got time for this. You got mama and daddy issues. I ain't got time. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm yeah, the bad okay. person. Then I'm the bad person after I've been sitting telling you for years to go to the doctor and you never want to go. Now you mm -hmm. sick. Mm -hmm. Didn't mm -hmm. I tell you to go to the doctor though? Right. I told okay. you. Mm -hmm. I tried and to bake the chicken. You wanted fried chicken. Now you got high blood pressure and you mad at me. Because <laughs> I live. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. And then number seven is understand that uh, men need to understand that there is no shame in seeking treatment. Therapy is just not for quote unquote crazy people. Which I don't, now that I'm older and more mature, I don't crazy? like the term crazy. I don't like the term crazy when I'm a little mature. Now, back in the day, you know, we all had that crazy cousin. But now that I'm a little older and I understand, I don't like the term crazy. People, everybody crazy. If you want to really put it, people. That's what I said. We all look crazy. We all got crazy. I think crazy. I have said before, I don't know if it was here or something on another show, that if I said and I talked to you long enough, I can give everybody a diagnosis. Like there's mm. a diagnosis for everything, whether right. it be generalized anxiety disorder or an adjustment disorder. An adjustment disorder can be you don't had to change jobs and and you're not adjusting well to changing jobs. And there's a diagnosis for everybody. So there, there's not, I don't know anybody that's 100% sane and that's self-included. Right, 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 right. Well, let me, I'm going to play this little video about uh, men and how they feel about mental, mental health. And I want to get y'all viewpoint. Men's mental health only matters in social media. <laughs> no one cares in real life. Just got to fuck it out on your ones. And keep on soldiering, yeah. And this was off of a tweet of someone <clears> saying, um, "Why do men never ever talk about their problems?" The one thing that is still standing, that still is non-changing, is the expectation of men have to be men. Yeah. yeah. Everything else around that premise true. is changing. Um, uh, women's rights, beliefs, etc. Um, uh, the LGBTQ community. Everything around us is changing, but men are still expected to just be men. How you feel about it? Go ahead, Chassie. I, I feel like that's kind of what uh, Mary had brought up earlier about, you know, men, they have to be men. And I was thinking like whenever they, a lot of the times, whenever they do have their vulnerable moments and as soon as the girl gets mad, she goes and tells all his business. Mm -hmm. I get it. I'm sorry, man. But I care about y'all more than just social media. 
Mm-hmm. I promise I do. <laughs> I do as well. And I feel like other women do it too, but we don't vocalize it. Just like I was getting on to me another week about not vocalizing what they want. Women don't, women do the same thing. We don't vocalize the vulnerabilities of folks. We don't vocalize what we actually want in a man. We don't vocalize that. I, it, you, you could be ugly. Don't you got a good personality? We don't vocalize that. Can you? You took it a tad bit too far. <laughs> y'all gonna sit here and lie on this good Facebook internet. Every man y'all have been with been cute. Don't vocalize they been, this good I ain't said Facebook. they all been cute, but they ain't all been. <laughs> I ain't yeah. saying all. I'm no. just saying. Let me take point. When you know better, is. you do better. <laughs> <laughs> I was struck. <laughs> I was in a vulnerable place. See, see that's the problem was, right there. That's the I was broken. Right no, nah, be real. He had a good personality. Don't do him like that. You was doing. Don't do him. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't have a good personality. My he point did. is, we get we get in front of the world, and we don't actually put out there what we actually need. We put out there what we want. We don't put out there what we need. Uh, well, I'm very vocal not at this point in my big uh, in my big age. I'm not. Mm-mm, I don't got time. Uh, either you're gonna be what I need you to be, or you're gonna get the hell on. And <laughs> I'm fine with that. But um, yeah. So men don't feel like they can be vulnerable, and it's not just from men. I mean, just from women. It's also from other men. Mm-hmm. Um, but when right. Quay was on the other day, he made a lot of good points too. And then I seen a post that he had shared on his Facebook where it was a man that had made a tweet and was like, "Ain't no way, as a grown man, I'm calling my dad daddy." Like that's daddy. I saw that. That's so stupid. I was oh like, I'm sorry. I saw that. Go ahead. <laughs> Dudes be like every. Y'all be so busy projecting these false narratives onto each other and to other people about what constitutes mm-hmm. being gay that it is absolutely ridiculous at this point. Because in real right. life, the only thing that makes you gay is liking penis. That's right. it. Not what you wear, not what you watch. Sorry. Nothing, else, nothing else is going to make you gay unless you like a penis. Like, that's it. So right. right. But um, we was on a podcast the other week, and um, one of the guys, which a lot, I hear this a lot of times, guys, they will say something, and then they be like, "No homo, no homo." And I was like, "It didn't sound gay until you said homo." Now it makes right. me think, <laughs> maybe you are. Like, why? Why do you have to say that? Because I wasn't thinking that you was homo. But now that you said it, now I'm speculating. Do you like? Right. Do you like it in the ass? Are you a toddler? <laughs> like, I want to know because I wasn't thinking that till you brought it up. Doggone it! Stop saying it. I man. mean, y'all sound stupid. I mean, I mean, you weren't thinking it, but a lot of people do put them men in a lane of if they say something that's out of the, that's not what they think they should say. It means they're they're gay. So I can see both sides of it. I don't like when people say no homo, but I can also see how people judge folks so much that they feel like they have to protect themselves at all costs. Child, sometimes protecting yourself make you look just as dumb as the people you protecting yourself from. (laughs) You right. (laughs) 
that takes maturity fat. though. That takes maturity. That takes maturity. Uh Chris Rock made a statement not that long ago, and I want to get y'all to I mean, it was a while. It was probably like a month or two ago. Don't do that. Don't do that. He said only uh only women, children, and dogs are are loved unconditionally. Men are loved under the condition that he provides something. I don't believe that. I'm 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 gonna tell you why I don't believe that. Because uh, I know a lot of women that have stayed with men that didn't provide hardly anything. The only thing they brought to the table was them, them and all of their problems and their baggage and women stayed with them. So that is a straight up lie. And a lot of women sometimes forget about their kids to worry about this man that all he brought was him and his baggage. So that's, that's bullshit. Maybe you wasn't loved, right? But that I don't feel like that that's true. Yeah, I disagree with that as well. And I disagree along the lines of what Chastity said. Um, and this is a conversation that we've had on here several times over. Um, women, you know, why we catch hell, right? We damned if we do and we damned if we don't. If we mm -hmm. love this person that has brought nothing to the table and then we complain about them bringing nothing, then we should have chose better, Right. And then mm -hmm. if we set our standards so high that the person has to bring something to the table, then we go and be go all that we're mm -hmm. looking for is somebody to provide. So where is the happy median in that? Why is it always like, why is this a conversation? Um, like Chastity said, maybe he just wasn't loved correctly because I love somebody that didn't provide in a traditional sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sometimes that it depends on what your needs are. Let me say that, right? Some women need to be provided for monetary wise. Some women need to be catered to emotionally. So I guess it, it would just depend on what your needs are and how you're going to have your needs met. Now, if this man doesn't bring anything and he can't provide emotionally, like you're shut down emotionally, you know, I can't, you're not my safe space. I don't have any use for you. You don't bring anything to the quote-unquote table, I don't have any use for you. But the whole notion that a man has to be X, Y, Z in order to be loved, I think that that's some bullshit. Right. Mm. You need to stop picking women that, that want you for your money. Or want you for your business. <laughs> that's, that's on you, sir. <laughs> but so... you gotta think about who said that. Chris Rock has never been... Think, we're talking Pookie from New Jack City and this is not a slight. This is not me trying to be funny. We're talking about somebody that by most standards, right? I've never seen anybody look at Chris Rock and be like, damn, he's fine. You see what I'm saying? We're talking about the same guy that I'm, and I'm a fan of his comedy that has made several, you know, stand up shows where he's talked about how he's had to, you know, pay for girls' tuition and stuff like that in order to have a sexual relationship with them. So like you said, that's his situation. And he projected that out there into the world. If anybody right. knows Chris Rock's phone number, tell him I am available. I'm currently at You know what? I am done. If he wants to come uh, and hash out some of these issues, I'm sure he still has some PTSD from the Oscars. I can help you. You know what? That. Hit me up. I'm Shameless done. I'm done. plugs. <laughs> so I'm probably going to come up. I'm not. I'm probably going to come from perspective that people don't want to hear, but I feel like nobody is loved unconditionally. You're right. 
I feel like it's the only a, people it's that a term love and condition people, with everything. It's a term and condition. I think the only people that love people unconditionally, and sometimes that ain't even the case, is if you a parent and you love your child and you're gonna love them no matter what ignorance they do. And no, some parents ain't even gonna do that. I'm about to say some parents ain't even gonna do that. I feel like everybody has to provide something. I think when people hear the word provide, they automatically go to finances. But I think in any relationship, friendship, situationship. You got to provide something. <laughs> so I don't like the part where he said only women, but I, I honestly don't disagree with the whole statement. I feel like everybody has to provide something in order for them to be loved. That may be companionship. That may be finances. That may be just a shoulder to leave on. That might be sex. Whatever you getting in your relationship, in your moment. I feel like everybody provides something to be loved. If you mm-hmm. saying that you saying that somebody out here in the world that ain't doing nothing and still being loved, that's gonna be probably be two point two percent. If that high, <laughs> you doing something, even if it's a relationship with a man ain't paying not one bill, ain't taking care of the children, they doing something to be there. A oh, woman ain't just pipe. getting for home. They laying that pipe. for home. Pumping for homes. I'm done. I'm saying, I'm saying they doing something, and ain't it ain't even, and and it might not even be a big provide, but for that other person, for that woman, for that man, they getting something out of it, even though it don't make sense. So I feel like everybody is loved conditionally. You might not want to admit it. You might be sitting here saying, "I'm gonna love you no matter what," but is that real? (laughs) <laughs> right That's it's true. not <laughs> it's not yeah. uh, said I think the, that's the situation Chris Rock is in that's what Mary said it might be uh, Rod not. said <laughs> what are we talking about sis <laughs> we talking about men and mental health join in join in Events said, Mary, please let Chastity come lay on your couch. I will what ask I my insurance as mental health appointments are free. I'm done. What did I do? I don't even know what you did, but let him add you on yet. Girl, come get these free <laughs> sessions. <laughs> I just want to know what I did. <laughs> you can come to the office and conflict of interest and eat. Yeah. All I'm right. Come with a bottle of wine. Coming in with a, a bottle of Duplin's. We're like, girl, what are we talking about? <laughs> not Duplin. We don't upgrade it from Duplin, ain't we? Now, I, I still, still hit sometimes. I still like Duplin's. That alcohol content kind of high. Don't come yeah, with Duplin's. But you, you got to be alcohol to drink the nastiness of it. I'm just saying. No. Look, Duplin has a wine you can only get at that winery. It comes in a mason jar, and that thing ain't nothing but straight liquor. <laughs> Now, you say I get it from there. Let me write this down. From, from, you, you can only I'm, get it from their watery. Side note. Do the side note. Rod, Rod said, Duplin. has been such a taboo subject in black community for so long. Therapy, we all need it. Facts. That's why yes. we're talking about it, Rod. That's why we're talking about it. Yes. Trying to get it. Rod, what, where was you oh, earlier? Our man didn't show up. We needed a man. Here you come in. If you want to, I can send you the link. Okay. (laughs) Everybody get a link tonight. Everybody, you get a link. You get a link. You get a link. (laughs) Everybody get a link. 
Um, so I just want to throw a, a few statistics out there just so we can make sure we we be not all the way ratchet, just a little bit ratchet. Um, <laughs> it says nine percent of men, you know what? It says nine percent of men suffer daily with depression and anxiety. 3.6% of men suffer from a period of depression in their lifetime. This is what was interesting to me. Men are four times more likely to commit suicide than women in America. Mm-hmm. I Did you know that? that? Yeah, that's a fact. I, that makes sense. Because I, I sat here and I just thought about just some random people that done committed suicide. And I think all of them, but two were men. So I can believe that. Mm-mm-mm. And then it said, "Yeah, only one in four have spoken to a mental health professional." I think that's even high. One in four is pretty high. So I think so. Um, and then the last one said, "We need to drop the stigma and continue to let men know it's okay not to be okay." I think that's just us in general as the black community. It's okay not to be okay. We ain't got to be strong all the time. I say it all the time. It's be okay and I don't know anybody that has a good day every freaking day like that's not that's that's an unrealistic expectation and I wish that we could teach you know about identifying feelings and communicating those feelings and let's talk about the difference between being sad and being depressed and let's talk about what mania looks like and let's talk about you know these highs and lows (laughs) ebbs and flows but I don't know. One thing that I'm super appreciative to you guys about is that you do talk about mental health a lot in our community. And you guys have tackled a multitude of um, different conversations, different little nuances when it comes to mental health. And we definitely need that. And we need it from a real perspective, right? Like nobody wants for me to come on here and speak in a bunch of different terms that y'all don't really know. I would rather, you know, have a platform that I can come on here and be authentically myself, but at the same time, try to spread some awareness. So I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful that you guys provide a platform like that. That's that's dope. You guys have been doing it for a while and you do a damn good job. <laughs> I told y'all to cry, baby. Don't do that. <laughs> I told y'all to cry, baby. Well, I wanted to get y'all uh, thoughts. I, we ain't worried about the time tonight. We just talking. So y'all watching. Y'all just come on the ride. Um, hold up. I got to make a comment here. Ross said, absolutely. It's that therapy. It's that therapy is for white dollars mentality or when you express your emotions and problems. The rebuttal is, well, we all have problems. There's no mm. real support. That's fast. Mm. He, he said, right. I can't, I can't type Wolf down. I can't type. You can't type. I can't read. We in here together. Okay. <laughs> We got you. <laughs> but that's real. Your statement is so fast. For real, for real. Your statement is so fast. Like, I'm telling that one. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say it's the work of them for me. <laughs> Just like, kind of like your granddaddy, Rod. Calm down. <laughs> well, we were talking about celebrities and mental health and things of that nature. And my question is, is, is celebrities and the, the whole aspect of social media and things of that nature taking a piece of what mental health and what therapy really supposed to be and what it's like and the support that it's supposed to give? So this post says, when Tyrese had a mental breakdown online in regards to not seeing his daughter in two years, people laughed at him and he became a meme. When Kanye West had a mental breakdown on TV, people called him crazy and he too became a meme. 
The world watched Will Smith listen to his wife tell him loud that she had an affair. People laughed at Will, and he too became a meme. I know. Yet folks wonder why men don't open up about <laughs> mental health. So just a bigger picture. Do you feel like the aspect of these celebrities struggling and trying to live life and being all of our viewpoints is messing up the view on mental health is the question. So I think that 90% of those people, oh, no, let me take my number back. A hundred percent of those people already needed therapy before. Okay. That might be true. Ooh, I got nervous. Before they had their breakdowns. Mm -hmm. um, it is true that we do laugh about the stuff. Should we laugh? Probably not. Are we going to continue right. to laugh? Probably so. Do I get tickled about the stuff and share it? Hell yeah. Will I continue to do it? Hell yeah. Is it right? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the honesty. I love the accountability. The accountability yes. is great. I love that for you. Yes. Love yes, yes. What about you, Mary? How you feel about it? Um, I, I, I walk a very thin line when it comes to celebrities and mental health, right? Because I feel like that part of these people's contracts for real, for real, should be that you have to have a therapist, right? Mm -hmm. We are stressed out. And people don't know half the shit that we go through on a daily basis. Can you right. picture being somebody who's whole, like, it's people outside going through your trash and it's people right. following you around all the time and they making up stories and that can be very taxing on you mentally. So you should probably have somebody to talk to. And I think that that should be part of the contract. Um, I watched a Kanye documentary, um, and it was very disturbing to me to see that everybody around Kanye, his inner circle, as well as us, you know, people watching could see his decline mentally after his mom passed away. Right. That's a traumatic mm -hmm. event. Right. Um, and instead of when people would say things about him getting help, he would he or whomever in his circle would remove these people away from him. So what do you mm -hmm. do in a situation like that? You know what I mean? Right. If you're surrounded by a bunch of yes men that right. simply want to ride the coattails of your success and really don't care about what it is that you got going on. Now with Tyrese, I really want Tyrese to get his life in order because he gets on my damn nerves and I'm going to just say that not even as a therapist but as a person like as a person. it's a lot of stuff he seeks a lot of attention mm. and that's very troublesome for me because again maybe you should find somebody to come and talk to young man but getting online and pouring out all of these feelings to a bunch of people that don't care that are gonna make fun of you that are right. gonna share the memes like you're giving entertainment. And the sad thing, you're an entertainer. You're giving us entertainment. You'll never be paid for it. But right. people do that every day. <laughs> they do. That ain't and <laughs> see, therapy. Get some help. Log right. out. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. None of these things are beneficial to your mental health. If you want me to be completely honest with you. And I've said since I was in undergrad at A&T that there's going to be a diagnosis in the next DSM that's going to have something to do with social media because people are so dependent on getting on these apps 
and putting their feelings out there. Right. We don't care. Social right. media does not care. They don't. Uh, you could be sitting on social media talking about how you are literally about to kill yourself and everybody will share your damn live, but ain't nobody going to send nobody to yeah, the well you. for you. That's bad. Exactly. That's bad. That is 100% true. But do you feel like so I, I agree with what you're saying about, you know, people get on there and they share and they probably don't need to share everything. Um, but I feel like a, a lot of the times people don't take people serious because a lot of people get on the Internet and they lie. And we know, like, I know you lying. You ain't living this extravagant life. So then it's like whenever you're crying out for help which you might really be crying out for help, but because you don't cry wolf so many times, I don't know if you really need help. And because you don't lie so many times, I don't know if you really need help. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like the shootings. Whenever these mass shootings, we, we become so immune to things because it's just, it's just there. And it's not that we don't care. Yeah. It's not that we don't care. It's just that, We've normalized it. Yeah, we've normalized a lot right. of things that shouldn't be normalized. But here's the thing. If I see somebody, I'm it's 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 not it's not on me, it's in me at this point. If I see somebody on Facebook and that and I feel like they're having a hard time, I'll inbox them. Hey, just want to check on you. Is everything okay? Right. Um anything mm -hmm. I can do to help? You know how many times yep. I get left on red? Yeah. Or you read my comment, but you still continue to post about this hard time that you're having. Yeah. So at this point, I've done my due diligence as a human being and as a therapist. You don't, do you want help or do you want attention? And it goes into the saying I've seen so many times that some people don't want to be fixed because being broken gets them so much more attention. Don't say, yeah. But yeah. She don't want to be saved. I'm done. You know what? Um, but people have been, but people, especially in our communities, black people have been left on red before social media was a thing. A lot of the folks, it's it's very minimally the the case that somebody has done something like try to commit suicide or commit suicide where they did not show any signs. They showed it. We just ignored it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I <laughs> right. They I they can pray about it. God got them. Oh child, don't. Mm. Now where's she going? <laughs> okay, I don't know what happened, but I'm just saying like I I ain't saying that people are not needy, and I'm not saying that they don't like grab attention and things of that nature. But sometimes that attention is a crowd for help, and a lot of us. Shoo it off, ignore it, don't pay it no attention. We just be like, they'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, or we'll, or we'll compare it to ourselves. I'm going through it too. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and what I can handle ain't what somebody else can handle. What somebody else can handle ain't what I can handle. We got to, we got to start taking people more serious, period. Yeah, we period. don't. We don't take mental health as seriously as we should until it's too late, right? Mm -hmm. Then it'll be, oh, mm -hmm. I wish I had a done, or I wish I had a said, I wish you would have done and said it too. Mm -hmm. 
And I will say, I reach out. I try to reach out to people. Like Mary said, I, I see somebody struggling online. I'm like, all right, that don't look right. And I hit them in the <laughs> inbox. <laughs> I hit them in the inbox. I'm like, hey, you know, what's going on? Do you need some help? I can offer this type of service or whatever. And there's been times where I was probably more broken than they were, but I still was right, going right. to offer that hand. Right. You know, and, right. and now it's, it's sometimes it gets to you cry wolf so long and I, I'm tired. <laughs> but but it's not our job to fix people. It's just our job to love people. And that's what we right. get up at. It's not our job to fix them. They got to want to be true. fixed. They got to want to be saved. They got to want to get healed. But you don't know what that love can do some, for, for somebody. They might they mm-hmm. might just need to know you love them. And that may save Uh-oh. when it may not. You know what I'm saying? It may save when it may not. Our job, it don't. The outcome is not our job. The outcome is to love them. What, man? What, what, what she put her finger up. What? <laughs> Tell me what if I'm wrong. Tell me. Is burn myself out trying to save somebody that don't want to be saved? Hey, I said love. I said not saved. That don't. That don't mean. But see, if you problems, keep giving somebody. Yeah, if you keep giving, if you keep hopping in somebody, this is what, this is how I feel. And it correlates back to what I said in the beginning of um when I talked to, uh-oh, what I did? There we mm-hmm. go. Okay. Um, <laughs> what I said in the beginning about, you know, I if I'm going to put in the work, I need you to put in the work too. Me hopping in your inbox was me putting in the work. If you're not acknowledging what I'm saying, I'm only going to give you that so many times before I'm like, this person don't really want to put the work in and I'm not going to keep doing it. Right. Because then it makes me feel some type of way. You see what I'm saying? That I keep reaching out to somebody that's not being receptive to the help that I'm offering. Do you want my help or do you want attention? If you want some attention, I'm fine with that. Do you, boo. But I'm not about to burn myself out or sit worrying. You know what I'm saying? All day, like, oh, I'm gonna stay all right. Oh, I'm gonna stay okay. Oh, shit, they'll be all right. They will be all right. And I, I that's <laughs> what I said. Like, sometimes you, you just kind of get tired of the crying wolf, crying wolf. And then whenever it's real, you like, well, you cry wolf so long. I didn't know you, I didn't know you was for real. Um, and it sucks because I, I if something was to happen to these people that I constantly reach out to, and that one time I didn't reach out to them. And something happens, I will be distraught. But then I also have to think about the fact that eh, I'm distraught. But if I probably would have reached out to them, and the same thing would have happened, they would have left me on red, or they would have kept going down the same cycle. So it sucks. Yeah, it's only so much you could do. Rod said, I think childhood trauma plays a big role as well. A lot of kids need therapy as well. And I think that would be a great start. Rod. Yes. Yeah. We discussed yeah, that a lot. Said, I love, he said, I love black people, but we don't take nothing serious. That's me included. Instead of embracing, we make fun. That's fast. Black people gonna make a joke. We're going to make a joke. We're going to be like. Uh, Even at a funeral. <laughs> Terrible. We are terrible people. <laughs> like, you see grandma hair. Grandma ain't never wore her hair like that. 
I bet you Aunt Judy was the one that said to fix her hair like that. Like we we gonna talk about and make fun of everything. Annie, <sighs> Annie, it's so funny. It's, it's so ignorant, but it's fun. But it's ignorant. Let's just be real. Just be real. <laughs> well, I seen this. Uh, I seen this thing a while back when it told it, it. It was like a decree to black people overall about what we deserve as black people. It's as far as racism in the world and things of that nature. So I made my own version of what black men deserve. Y'all can laugh okay. at me and tell me if I'm wrong. But number one, my number one thing, my number one thing is black men deserve the right to be vulnerable when necessary. Agree. Black men deserve the right to ask for help when needed. Please do. Please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, black men deserve the right to have and express their feelings. I agree. Without keep without it going. Being called weak. Or, or gay, or whatever the term people want to use, they have the right to it. Uh, black men deserve the right to be a father to your kids, even when you are in the, you and the mom are not getting along. That's true to a certain extent. Because sometimes they don't try. Because sometimes men don't try to be fathers. So it's. But true I'm to saying they deserve the right to. This is me yeah, you the permission to be a parent to your kids regardless. Because for some reason, okay. some men need to hear that. I'm not, they shouldn't have to hear it from women. But for some of them, they need it. They need to hear. That you can, you can exercise, exercise be left <laughs> and focus on your kids. Okay? <laughs> That's true. Point blank period. Black men deserve the right to follow their dreams. So you ain't got to work at the too. chicken plant. You ain't got to work at whatever it is that's making you unhappy. Child, don't be 50 trying to steal rap. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, it's got to be realistic. Now, don't take away from the bag. I got to be realistic. But my point is, a lot of men feel like we don't uh, support their dreams. And a lot of women probably could say the same. We just don't express it. And it has to, it can be their dreams, not their daddy's dreams of being a football player because they didn't make it pro or basketball because they didn't make it to college. Men have the right to be autonomous. Like you can be your own person and you don't have to fit into anybody else's mode. I love seeing black boy joy, right? And a lot of people don't agree with it, but everybody knows that I love Tyler, the creator, right? And one of the reasons that I love this weird little black boy so much, or even um, Little Nas X, is because they show up authentically mm. as themselves. Knowing that they're going to catch mm. hell, Tyler with his teal fingernail mm-hmm. polish and his hoochie daddy shorts and his flat spots. Best concert I've ever seen, okay? Mm-hmm. He shows up authentically as himself, and he, he himself, was like no question, having such a good time doing it. I right. encourage Black Boy Joy. I encourage my boys to be off. You don't have to be me. You don't have to be your daddy, Malachi. If you want to dye your, we dyed his hair red, red dreadlocks. I don't care how the world is going to perceive you. If this is right. what makes you happy, I want you to have these be red happy. dreadlocks. And so that's what we did. Black right. boy joy, we get so so little when it comes to being happy. 
I'm yep. not about to put boundaries and parameters on what my kids get to be happy about. I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. And that goes for the for y'all women and men out there that don't let y'all yeah. kids play in dirt because their Jordans got to stay clean and their white Nike shirt got to stay clean. Let your kids be happy. Dog on it. Look, go buy them Nike Air Max on sale at the shoe show. Go get them go some Spider Man light ups. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> you better get them some play shoes and some real shoes like they did when we was kids. Okay, we All right. <laughs> Don't be mad. We had no shoe show light up. <laughs> and had the best time in them. Right. We did. It. We really did. Can light bulbs and everything. Um, the next one is you, black men, you deserve the right to demand respect. Yes. Respect. And that's not just from black people. That's not just from women. That's just from the world. Period. I'm not listening to Jasmine. Ignorant. <laughs> no, no, no. People demand, demand the right to be respected regardless. Um, black men deserve the right to be not be compared to every man in the world, good or bad. Amen. Yeah. Again, that show up authentically as yourself. Exactly, exactly. Black men deserve the right to feel safe. That's within yes. relationships. Yes. Told y'all. Family. That's within dealing with these police officers out here who ain't quite right. Point mm-hmm. blank, mm-hmm. you deserve the right to feel safe. Let me spoon you, baby. Hey. Be the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Turn over. <laughs> okay, You're I can't. Stupid. I can't. I can't. Black men deserve the right to break generational curses. Hey, man. You ain't man. got to be a, a, a hood boy selling drugs. Or you ain't got to be a rapper because your daddy said he wanted to be a rapper. You ain't got to be a sorry father. You ain't got to be none of that. You do not have to be Deuce and be oh, uh, what what was his name? Uh, Bobby Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be Deuce just because your daddy was Deuce. You can right. be who you want to be. You don't have to be a hood nigga. Every woman don't want a hood nigga. I promise you they don't. I just want you to be hood sometimes. It's plain hood sometimes for the men out there in the back. So hood sometimes means <clears throat> I, I don't know because it, it could be different for different situations. You know, I, I don't I don't want you to always be clean cut. Sometimes I don't know. It's, this, this is an after dark conversation. We're Your explanation is terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> It might, it might turn TVMA. This right here is PG. <laughs> I don't know what's funnier, your explanation of Murray's face when I asked the question. Because okay, was I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. Because I knew she was going to say something absolutely ridiculous. So I just be waiting on <laughs> crazy stuff. But I just be prepared. <laughs> Oh, my God. And then the last one, we already said it. Black men, you deserve the right to be yourself. Y'all got anything to include in my black men? You had a right or deserve the right to? Y'all got anything to include in my list? I think you're doing a really good job. I touched everything. I love it. That was a good list. Look at you. Really good list. 
put it in a permanent, put it in a permanent document. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I really do. I know we are a female show and we have a female uh, point of view or whatever. And even though I always try to kind of see both sides of things, I want me, I want men, especially black men enough that we are being realistic in our views, realistic in our expectations and realistic in the fact that we support them. You know what I'm saying? We may not understand it because of the things that we have been through. But we do not, occasionally pods do not want to be a podcast where we put all men in one box. Right. Right. And I'm raising boys, so I don't want my boys to be in one box. Doggone it. I just be talking. I just be talking about the messed up situations I done been in. I ain't talking about all of (laughs) y'all. Well, tell her she need to be more clear in that because she'd be like 99.8%. Like, no. <laughs> 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 Statistics be all wrong. Oh. Man, Must where did you get that information from? <laughs> from, from the Who's top of my brain. From the top Who's of my brain. 98.5 of that 2% you deal with is really the way you <laughs> Don't y'all be coming for me, doggone it. My, my percentages be right. In your head. Wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, going to the comments. Uh, Rod said, girl, we are not related at all. I don't know. I can't remember what it was right now. Love you, Rod. <laughs> Roger said, we will talk about that topic next week, Chassie. What did you say? Let's see. I should have kept up with the comments. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> We will talk about it next week. Be ready. Yeah. Write a a note down, Frederick. Write a note down. Uh, Jenny said, black men deserve two at 50. Two, two at 50. I'm not sure. Y'all have to translate. I don't know. Two two at 50. I'm not sure. All right, Jenny, let you know what you meant. Let us know what you meant. Sierra said, from South Central, LOL. Yes. Yes. And I only yeah. remember that because I just watched it the other night on Tubi. <laughs> Tubi be lit. I love Tubi. Tubi sponsor I us. Four movies on Tubi alone. Uh, Rod said, "Woo child, my daddy' excuse was I didn't know how to be a father because I never had one." And I'm like, "So you should have been working just as hard to not be like your father. Like, why am I giving you advice? You the daddy. That's so." Rod, mm. you the pappy. That's so fast. Mm, 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 mm. That is yes. so fast. That's so fast. Frederick said you're hilarious, Chastity. Don't tell me. <laughs> she already said you're hilarious. And then he no, said, we know what you're life. talking about. And then he said, uh, Kevin said, much appreciated. That's rare as pink steak. I, don't know. I know that's right. He was talking about the, the um, the the things that you said that men can do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We be trying to support y'all, men. We really do. We love some of y'all. Damn, some of them. See, that's that percentage we were talking about. That's the percentage. <laughs> I want her to start citing her sources at this point. <laughs> me and my yeah. friends. Me and my friends. That's my sources. <laughs> we gonna need an APA reference at this point. Uh-huh. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. <laughs> I hated doing APA references. Doggone it! I mean, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Oh man! Well, uh, we had an hour and thirty-eight minutes.
minutes. I did want to go over this little thing of mental health reminders for men that are watching. We are we are not at well, Murray's an expert, but me and Chad's not expert by no means. But I did want to highlight. <laughs> I'm an expert. I did want to highlight some of the things that it said. It says men's mental health reminders. You are never alone. You do not need to man up. It's okay to show your emotions. Speaking up is courage. You are not a burden. It's not unmanly to struggle. There is help mm-hmm. out there, and suffering does not make you weak. I feel like more men need to hear and suffering does not make you strong either. Stop acting like you gotta suffer in order to get something accomplished, right? Because I, I, like I keep saying, I'm at the soft part of my life, right? I need to be loved correctly. I need to be treated correctly. I'm at the. I'm not doing no more suffering, no more struggling, no more none of that. And I think that everybody should get to that point in their lives where they are simply done with a lot of things that don't don't serve them. If it doesn't serve you, you gotta let it go. Right. Those the men as well. We are we're done suffering in silence. Come come talk to the lady. Bruh, come oh, on. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be no ride or die. Just I just want to cuddle and rub and kiss and all that shit. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> you just wanna do that? I don't it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You talk, right now. You talking like this. You talking like this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> you got time for all the other stuff. My apple's out of your neck. I, I am. You talking like, like this. She don't mean that. I'm tired. Don't let Chad to be fool you on this good Facebook internet. She want to come I'm tired. Yeah. I want us to cuddle and all that shit. We can mm-hmm. be companions, but we're going to cuddle, too. Doggone it. <laughs> even, even when we mad at each other, move that pillow and hug me. Doggone it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not me. If I'm Get in the middle of this bed so I can put my butt on you. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Warm it up. I'm not this female. Jesus cold. This Jesus is cold. Rub it. I'm the female. Well, we got to talk about it first. And, and But if we ain't going to talk about it, you're going to sleep on your side. I'm going to sleep on my side. That's the female. Hey, okay. mm. gonna, we'll talk mm. about it in the morning. Because <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> no. Why did you take your arm from under me? Do you really need that arm? If it fall off, let it fall off. Doggone. Just say that you don't love me anymore. <laughs> I had noticed that 3.35 a.m. that you were wow. over and did wow. not keep your arm under my head. And I just want to know, are, are you, you mad at me? me? So you don't love me. If you don't love me anymore, just say that. Just say it. Because you didn't need your arm. Y'all wanted, we was going to discuss what we was going through in the morning. But you decided at 3.45 that you didn't love me no more. Doggone it. That's terrible, y'all. No. Don't listen to that. Please don't listen to this. That's terrible. Terrible. The people that feel that way are crying like he been in the rain. That's the people that never talk about their problems because they done laid up against each other like ain't nothing happened. And then next thing you know, it's Thursday or the next week. You ain't talking about their problems at all. 
We still gonna talk about it in the morning, but don't take your arm from under me at 345 because now we're gonna talk about the fact that you don't love me enough to hold on to me for us to talk about it at eight o'clock when we was gonna talk about it. <laughs> don't go. You are toxic. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> You're toxic. <laughs> you ain't supposed to go to bed with that energy, period. You going to bed with it like ain't nothing happened? No, we go in the bed like like something did happen, but we still love each other. You know what? I'm done. What love got to do with this? I'm Right, right. He said, keep them demons on your side of the bed. That part. <laughs> ah, kill us. Kill us. Kill Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't mad. Kill your side of the car. That is terrible. That's terrible. That is terrible. Uh, Tara said, "Class is being real clear and upfront about her expectations." Right? She not. I'm not. I'm not saying one thing, but what really happened is saying a whole nother thing. Don't let her. Child, because I would be up to three o'clock talking. Talking. Don't go on it. I'd be up here lying. I'd be up here lying for y'all. I would be up here at three o'clock. We'd watch a Golden Girls together while we figure this out. Dog on it. straightened this hair and I got a new hairstylist and hairstylist is to the gods because I've been sweating and hair ain't curled up or nothing. Tessie your hair is beautiful. Like if that I didn't know is. any better I it would think that is. it was a wig. It is always so when you have it straight it's mm -hmm. always so straight and shiny and when you have it curly it's always so full. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> It is always so good. So pretty. Thank you. It is, it is. Well, I'm not quite ready to go unless y'all are. I want to show this one last video that Chaz uh, sent me. Oh, honey, yes. And get y'all view on it. Y'all view on it. You know, me, me, being a, me being a big girl, you know, I really want to hear it. I'm a big girl, too. You see this? All right, y'all ready? When the yeah. men are financially confident, that's who they run to, the bigger girls. Because most yeah. of the girls who don't have good credit, have some money, and be able to help take care of them. And cook. Bigger, bigger <laughs> woman says, help. Smaller woman says, oh, I have to carry that load. Oh, I got to take care of her. Bigger woman says, she going to help me. She going to put this load over her back. So Because that's man, what she has to do to keep a man, to, to maintain to a man. Make, to make up for it. Yeah. Like, oh, the man, again... I want to just sacrifice, step up, be by yourself for some time, get your money right. It's I'll just go get a big girl, she'll help me. It's easy. It's, it's, it's given a big bitch stuck stole your man. <laughs> it's so and you're upset. Oh my god. I just like because what did you even just thing. say right there, girl? So a big woman, a bigger, a plus size woman has nothing to offer a man besides some good credit and that she can cook. Do you know how many Which is a damn dumb lie. broads I know? 
Like, come on, bro. That's you know I mean, big girls, I know what a 200 credit score. That don't mean shit. That's doing a, a huge <laughs> disservice to the plus size girls with that type of that type of red. Like, I, I didn't like that at all. She's trash for it, saying that. And I hope it it pisses me off because a lot of people think that just because they're skinny and they have a pretty face that they are of value to everybody. And baby, you're not. A lot of the times you're not because right. a, you're still single. <laughs> so somebody didn't value, a lot just, of people didn't value. I just want to stop co correlating looks and how we get a man together. Every person is different. Every situation is different. Every relationship is different. How you look doesn't matter. It only matters in the moment to that person. That doesn't mean that every man who get a big girl means she got good credit and she gonna take care of you. Like why she we gotta keep got categorizing? Probably don't know how to cook. Why you gotta got two hundred credit score and don't know how to cook? Little bubble. Because Mary is oh, the skinniest thing that I know, and that heifer can cook her ass off. <laughs> don't I put a meal together, honey? <laughs> don't I? I mean, put a meal together with some love, dog on it. All that I see her sprinkle is some salt and pepper on there. I ain't see all the other stuff she she put on there, but I saw the salt and pepper. In. And I be like, it's <laughs> no way this pot roast tastes this doggone good. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all making me hungry. Just speaking of it, but I'm, but I'm just, <laughs> I just hate that we have to always categorize everybody together, no matter what. Like, people just gonna like who they like. Why do we have to always categorize everything? Right. Like, Why is you acting it. like that's all a plus size woman has to bring to the table? Is good credit and food like? That is that's so trash. Like that whole narrative is trash. And like I said, I hope that they tore her ass up in them comments. They didn't. They agreed with her. They agreed with her. But my thing is, if if big women only bring good credit and good cooking to the table, what the hell do big do small women bring to the table? What what are we bringing? Oh, not me, because I'm I ain't small. <laughs> but what are <laughs> What are the smaller women bringing to the table? Good looks. Do you know how many skinny, ugly girls I know? <laughs> you know how many big, pretty bitches I know? Exactly. <laughs> it ain't even, for me, it ain't even a part of big women and skinny women, whatever. It's a part that women got to keep downgrading other women for me. I'm sick of it. That's the part that, yeah. that aggravates me. I don't even care about all the rest of it. It's like, when are we going to stick together and support each other no matter what? Well, we always talk about men downing us, but then women down us way women worse than worst. men do. They, they do. They do. They be on uh, women will be on other women's necks under the guise of getting picked. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pick me, pick me. But then they Yo, say, what is a pick me? I'm not a pick me. Yes, the fuck you are. Because you want to downplay everything that a woman does. Doggone it, mm -hmm. fucking pick me. I don't care if you are married, you still a pick me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was projected towards somebody. Me and the phone. <laughs> and I pick me too. Let's just be real. Pick me across the board. <laughs>
across the board. That's so ugly, though. Like, I hate that she even said that. And um, Tiara's comment on here where she said she know better. That was ugly and a whole lot. The worst part is her saying it. Like, she pulled it from a scholarly article. She said that with that so much part. conviction. Like, she, she said it like it was a... She gave a chastity statistic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you come for us? I'm just saying. Okay, accountability. I'm just saying. She did. She pulled that like that's just what it is, no matter what. And it's not. And it's not. Like Chazzy be doing when she be saying 99.9%. It'd be right, though. It'd be right. <laughs> Ron says self esteem issues projected at its finest, and I 100% agree. That's bad. That's bad. It's 100% facts. That's true, facts. That's Ooh, true facts. All right, we are way past time. We are uh, final. way past time. We are, we are. Final thoughts. Let's go to Mary first. What's your final thoughts about tonight's discussion? What people need to know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, like I said before, you guys are doing an awesome job with spreading um, mental health awareness, especially in the Black community. I love the topic of men. I wish that your gentleman had a cane. Um, if I find right. any Black male therapists, I will gladly send them y'all's way. Maybe y'all can have a, a discussion um, with him, unfortunately, the well, not unfortunately, because we don't want him, but the company that I work for is all women of color. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> sounds so biased. Um, but yeah, um, black men, you deserve to be vulnerable and you deserve to have a safe space to come and talk about your problems and your feelings are valid. And I really want y'all to learn how to communicate your feelings and your thoughts and all of those other things that people think that we talk about in therapy, which nine times out of 10, we do. Um, if you need me, um, contact one of the ladies so that they can direct you to the lady and I can get you the help that you need. Everything is completely confidential. We're in the midst of a pandemic still. I don't know why people acting like we ain't and gas is high as hell. If you don't want to leave mm -hmm. your house, you can do sessions virtually. Get help, please. Please. Amen. All right, Chaz, it be your turn. And I, I just want to point out that if y'all hit me, and my DM to want information. I reach out to Mary. I don't tell her who it is that's reaching out to me. I'd be like, send me the information and I give it back to you. So confidentiality all the way around, baby. I respect HIPAA. I respect HIPAA. But um, I I love these conversations. Whenever we have these conversations, I wish that we could have had a man on here because I really wanted to talk to the man. But, you know, right. the show shall go on. But I just want men to know that it's okay to not be okay. Um, mm -hmm. there are people out there that still love you, but also mm -hmm. don't, don't come over here if you ain't willing to work on the shit. You got to be yeah, able to, work. you got to be willing to work on it. If you just want to be broken, you can stay broken and you can stay over there. But if you are willing to come and try to work on some things, then bet that bring it on in. Bring it on. Really, thank you. <laughs> 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 
All right, all right. You know what? Uh, my final thoughts are going to be uh, to the parents, to the parents of children. Uh, encourage your kids to express themselves more and to be more than just doctors, lawyers, basketball players, etc. We need more mental health therapists. We need more governmental um, people in the in society. We need more presidents. We need more teachers. It's it, push your kids into the avenue that they need to be to be good for this society and be for this world, and not be for what you think they're supposed to be. And let them express themselves. No matter whether you gear with it or not, no matter you know how to handle it or not, there are resources out there like the uh, like the lady, aka Mary J. That can help you navigate that. So, you know, we're not tested. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not with tested being her 98.9%. Nope. <laughs> 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 All right. But yeah, but yeah, let's let's push our kids into the avenue they're supposed to be in and not what we want them to be in. Yeah, so that's my final yes. thought. Yeah. All right. Well, thank yeah. you, Mary, so much for coming in and swooping in and saving this night because we was like our therapist that was supposed to be on is not here. He was be male. He didn't show up. So we appreciate you Oh, it was so a therapist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So please, oh, okay. thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for being part of the topic. You are a a side host of Occasionally Pocket at this point. Because you're <laughs> right. <laughs> thank you. I'm <laughs> Went and threw my hoodie on. I still got on my Bob's burgers, pajama pants. <laughs> I saw those earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had my little wrap around my head and was like, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> get my yeah, life in order no, so I can go be in front of the camera. So yeah. That's right. But thank you for being a part of this podcast and saving our lives tonight. Thank you for those who have been watching and commenting and following and listening, whatever the case may be. Please make sure to share this. Help us get our following up. Also know that we upload these on Thursday to audio podcast platforms, so Apple and Spotify and Our Heart, Audible and all, whatever you listen to it, we are on it. If you have any topics that we need to discuss or that you think you would be a good guest for, you can either inbox me or chat to me, or you can email us at occasionallypods at gmail.com. And if you want to give a little something <laughs> to this podcast, because it ain't free, you can do so at Money Sign Occasionally Pods, which is our cash app. So uh, that's all we have for tonight. Thank y'all so much. we see y'all next week. We're going to talk about fatherhood. Yes, and then right. y'all and, and all of them have been on comments, so it's going to be good. So we'll see y'all next week. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye.